0: Welcome to Effigy Recall, a community based podcast for the miniatures game Judgment. Hello, I'm your host Shane, and this is episode one of Effigy Recall. Today we are going to be doing a lore episode, starting with the Origins timeline. The first story up will be Start of the Universe. Followed by the 200 BG Torin creates a Dar story. Following that will be the Bastion heroic tale Jade Warrior. Followed by the 5 BG Fall of a Dar, and the 0 AG The Gathering. We hope you enjoy this episode. Start of the Universe. Torin, the god of time, overwhelmed by the other four gods, Forin, Wellen, Arden, and Eldir, is forced to form three planes. The effort to create a playground for the other four consumes his very essence. Athene was crafted as a physical plane for the gods, a playground of creation between is the realm of Torn himself while the third and final realm was to become the home of the gods the four gods used athene as their playground creating a hundred different lands and hundreds of races to populate them energy flows between the planes life blooms in athene drawing energy from the other two planes The beliefs of the mortal races across Athene begin to shape the gods themselves, changing their powers and even affecting their psychology. Slowly, the four gods come to resemble the four elements. In fear of this change, the gods flee to their home plane, leaving the mortal races largely to themselves. As the gods flee from between to their plane, their influence on Athean is diminished. However, they still dominate the physical world, appearing in its sky as four ever-present stars at the four cardinal directions. When a god's power is in ascendancy, their star literally rises to those who view it from Atheon. Torin pass across the sky as a glowing orb that sheds light for the mortal races and paces the days. The mortal plane falls into a rhythm of seasons dictated by the four gods and the mortals come to think of time passing in cycles with four seasons to each cycle, each season, indicating the God in ascendancy for that period. Having moved to their home plane, the gods learn that they are isolated from the energy flows that are established between Athenian and between energy that is vital for their existence. However, they are still able to siphon energy from between whenever it returns from the mortal realm. The gods, eager for more energy in their home realm, foster religions and war on Athenian to increase the numbers of the dying. They discover that the souls of believers are in some way attuned to their chosen God and far easier to siphon before it can be absorbed back into the cycle between the other planes. Hence begins the age of strife and war on Athen, brought about and encouraged by the gods. 200 BG, Torin creates Adar. Torin, tormented by being formed into the three planes, perceives that the only way to break free is to unbalance the energy distribution across the planes so dramatically that they become unstable and can be shattered. To pursue this end, Torin seeks a mortal to raise into a fifth god, both to weaken the other four, and to draw further energy from Athene in between. Torrin finds a suitable mortal, a young female Minotaur named Adar. He fosters her powers, allowing her to cross over into his home plane and draw energy far more easily than the existing gods. Adar gains power so rapidly that with Torin's concealment to help her, The other gods are caught completely unaware of her pending ascension. Adar ascends to godhood, and a new star rises on Athene. A black orb that follows the sun across the sky. The mortals of Athene quickly adopt her as the god of death. Death cults begin to form among the various races and spread rapidly, particularly among the less advantaged races none more so than the orcs, where witch doctors rise in their society as a rebellion against the traditionally dominant elemental shamans. Life continues to flourish on athean, drawing energy from Between, but now, when it should return to Between, it is instead siphoned by the five gods. Energy begins to accumulate in the realm of the gods. To the detriment of Between, And soon, the gods begin to sense aspects of Torin's plan. Adar, due to her previous existence as a mortal, sees an opportunity to completely starve the other gods of power by returning to Athean and harvesting souls directly. If she were to wipe out a significant portion of life on Athean and return to the plane of the gods, the balance between the three planes would be permanently shattered, allowing Torin to break free. The cults of Adar, spread across and work towards her goal by fostering conflict among the followers of the other gods. They focus their goal around the city of Palathium, a city that had long been the focus of religion within the plain and traditionally a city of harmony between the religions. Home to the heads of all four churches. Through an elaborate plan to foster suspicion between the churches over many cycles, the cults of Adar managed to bring armies of all four churches to camp outside the city. The extreme state of tension within the city is broken on a single night as the cults spread misinformation across the city and assassinate heads of all four churches, sparking an instant war within the city. The four armies flood into the city, and there is chaos as fighting breaks out in every quarter. The cults use the sudden release of life energy to support a ritual aimed at bringing Adar to Athen. At the pinnacle of the fighting, as the dead outnumber the living, the ritual reaches its peak, and Adar is summoned back to mortal form. Adar, having taken the mortal form of a Minotaur, ...gains a surprising following from within the otherwise relatively peaceful race. Needing her generals to serve as paragons of her power on Athen... ...she births in them a thirst for battle and bloodlust that is counter to their nature. This unnatural twisting of their nature stamps a permanent taint in the bloodlines of her generals... ...that will spread through the generations and has an irreparable effect on the future of their race the other gods realize Torin's plan at last and marshal their resources on Athen to attempt a desperate assassination on the now mortal body of Adar Bastion Oriel a native of Between crosses over to Athen in an attempt to try and fix the damage Adar's actions have caused he becomes trapped on Athen in his chosen form as a human male and begins a journey on trying to work out how to get back to his home plane. Jade Warrior, a short story featuring Bastion, Human Lorekeeper, by Colin Hill. The first record of Bastion comes from the time immediately after the appearance of Adar on Athene, during the period known as the Dance of the Death. During this period, he assisted the heads of the four churches, ultimately playing a critical role in the fall of Adar. The people of Athene generally believe Bastion to be a title rather than an inherited through the generations. Since that first historical appearance, a man bearing the name Bastion has wandered in and out of the politics of the races, seemingly at random until the present day. The name brings with it a reputation for access to knowledge and lore that is unrivaled across Athene. Common belief holds that Bastion is the custodian of a tower that contains an extensive library of religious scientific, and historical texts, though the tower has rarely been cited by a credible witness. What sightings have been recorded, if they are to be believed, indicate that either it is able to change location or there are several around Athene, presumably well concealed. The tower is most commonly recalled by those who claim to have seen it as a spire of jade crystal sparkling and alien in aspect for those who've met bastion in person this is perhaps the most convincing aspect of the sightings since the right hand side of his chest shoulder and arm are peculiarly afflicted with crystalline growths of jade the flesh discolored with an unpleasant mottled gray in addition he habitually wears an eye patch to conceal the fact that his left eye appears to have also been replaced with a similar jade crystal. Bastian's explanation has varied, but most commonly involves a deal with the Dijin, which he insists was still in his favor, hinting that perhaps his knowledge and power has its roots in that deal. The truth of Bastion is far stranger than any of the fictions the races have compiled to account for his existence and seeming longevity. The creature that came to be called Bastion traces its origins to Between. After the ascension of Adar to join the four Elder Gods, Between was nearly drained completely by the demands of the other realms. Adar's plan to directly invade the mortal realm and harvest all the life there directly would not allow any of the life force to return to Between, and would have spelled the end of those who remained there. Bastion foresaw that immediately following her transition to Athene, Adar would be weak, mortal, and vulnerable. The denizens of Between pooled their remaining resources to send Bastion as their last hope, someone to allow the mortals to triumph over Adar, and hopefully bring back life to Between. Bastion knew he would likely not return. In fact, he expected to die attempting to bring down Adar. He spent vast amounts of his energy in the transition between planes and then much of the remainder in the assault on Adar. Following her fall, he found himself unable to take advantage of the energy that flooded the realms and missed his opportunity to join the Everlasting and get back to Between. Once that temporary glut of energy had subsided, he found himself diminished, with nowhere near the power required to make the journey back home. As time passed, he found that even now, in the mortal realm, he was still not completely subject to the Edict of Time. His lack of aging led immediately to questions he was not prepared to answer, so he withdrew from society working to establish a mystique that would discourage further questioning his goals remain to return to between and spend his time on athene limiting the impact of the old gods as best he could since religion acted to siphon portions of the souls of believers back to the old gods instead of between to that end he promoted rumors of his knowledge and power ensuring that he remained a valuable, confidant and advisor for the political and religious leaders across Athean throughout the ages. The knowledge that Bastion is thought to possess has led many seeking his tutelage over the centuries. Still, little is known about him since those who have found him on Athean have returned changed by that knowledge and unwilling to speak. It was no surprise to the summoned that Bastion soon joined their ranks. While on between, his formidable will manifests as a strengthening of his allies, reinforcing their weapons and shoring up their faltering will. His ability to shift within that plane, teleporting at will, lends credence to the suggestions of his tower's mobility on Athenian. He shows an unusual affinity for souls, a casual familiarity, that the other summoned particularly those who themselves have studied souls extensively find peculiar 5BG Fall of Adar The forces marshaled by the four elemental gods make a stand against the forces of Adar, and in the midst of that momentous battle, Adar is slain. Adar's death causes her star to fall from the sky, causing massive death and destruction on Athene. Anything immediately under the star's fall is instantly destroyed, as a huge crevasse stretching for hundreds of miles is rent on the face of Athene. Earthquakes, tsunamis, and volcanic eruptions claim the lives of countless others as Athean convulses under the impact. The mortal races are left devastated by the damage caused by the fall of Adar. Zero AG, The Gathering. The five major races, humans, orcs, Elves, Minotaurs, and Dwarfs come together with a united purpose for the first time in history. An event that is simply known as The Gathering. The Gathering determines to send a single champion from each race to the Shadow Plane. Those champions are to work together to challenge the gods with an aim of putting an end to their interference with the mortal races. The five champions chosen to travel to between are Krognar the Orc, Bruel the Dwarf, Ista the Elf, Gruul the Minotaur, and Tomas the Human. Once chosen, they spend a substantial amount of time debating the best way to prepare for the journey, combining the knowledge of their respective races in an attempt to understand what they will be facing once they enter the Shadow Plane. The Minotaurs and humans choose two veterans in and Tomas, while the other race's heroes were champions in their prime. Upon entering the Between, the Five are confronted by the gods and an epic battle ensues. Even though the Five's powers are greatly enhanced on the Plane of Shadow, they are still no match for the power of the gods and are forced to flee to the far-flung corners of Between and go into hiding. Initially, some of the five stay in contact with one another in an attempt to regroup. However, once they become suspicious of one another and fear for their lives, even more so when they realize they are trapped on Between and have no way of returning to Athenian. Eventually, the five champions feel their powers ebbing and discover that harvesting the souls of dead mortals as they return to Between can supplement their powers and deny that power to the old gods at the same time. Time on between has no meaning, however several hundred years pass on Athenian. The mortal races assume the five succeeded in their mission to stop the old gods as things had been quiet for a long time, and the gods, who are now obsessed with destroying the five, have left Athenian largely to itself. This is one of the most peaceful periods in Athen's history, which allows the mortal races to rebuild after the devastation wrought by the fall of Adar. The champions have lived to become what they were sent to fight, and now addicted to the souls of the mortal races that sent them. This ever-increasing demand for souls and the relative peace on Athen meant souls on between became scarce. Starving the old gods and the champions of their power source. The five, now self styled demigods, begin working on ways to secure the power of the souls for themselves with the goal of true ascension to godhood. As souls become more scarce, fighting between the demigods becomes fiercer, and soon they are afraid to venture too far from their own bases of power. It was at this time that one of their number, Krognor the Orc, was contacted by a mortal of Athean, Zeron Bogdan, and the course of history for the three planes was altered forever. thank you for listening to this episode of effigy recall if you have any comments questions ideas for a show or would like to be a guest on the show please email me using effigy at gmail.com or message shane on the official judgment discord server thank you very much and have a great day